morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and we're starting off with some breaking news this morning. Two breaking news stories out of Charleston, where police are investigating two separate homicide incidents. The first happened around 820 last night, where officers responded to the woods behind the Folly Road Walmart on James Island. Police say they found a woman suffering from trauma because of an assault. She was taken to the hospital. She is expected to be okay. After further investigation, police found a second victim in the woods. A man was found dead with what appeared to be trauma to his body. As for that second homicide, police are on scene now at an apartment complex on North Romney Street in downtown Charleston. That's where we find Molly McBride. And Molly, we just got some new information. What is the update? We just got word that at around 1.30 this morning, police responded here to a call about a reported shooting. When they arrived on scene, they found one woman suffering from an apparent gunshot wound who later died on scene. Now, this is still an active scene. If you don't mind, let me just step behind the camera here and zoom in on what appears to be the focus of the investigation. There's an area of the apartment complex that is caution taped off right here if you can see it and that's kind of where they've been working all morning and um, of course we are getting working to get more information about a suspect what led up to and what led up to the shooting and we will keep you updated with more information as it comes reporting live in charleston i'm molly mcbride live five news let's see what the forecast has in store for your weekend over at the live five first alert weather center and good Friday morning to you. I'm meteorologist Joey Silvine. A little warm, a little muggy, but not too bad as you head out the door this morning. We're awaiting a cold front. Small chance of rain this morning, but the rain chance goes up toward lunchtime and especially this afternoon, this evening, as showers and storms gather out ahead of this front that will come through this evening. And once it is through, we have much better weather on the way for the weekend. So it's going to clear out the rain overnight. Mostly sunny Saturday and Sunday. Highs in the upper 80s. Comfortable mornings in the upper 60s to around 70 degrees. Saturday, Sunday, Monday morning as well. Temperatures will hold in the upper 80s to around 90 through the middle of next week. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast from the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Morning Y'all is sponsored by MUSC Health. Join a team that's changing what's possible. MUSC Health is hiring for all locations and various positions, including radiology, path and lab, maintenance, and a number of other professions. Find out more about the competitive pay rates and benefits or review a more comprehensive list of current openings at muschealth.org slash careers. MUSC Health, changing what's possible. And let's get you up to date with your morning headlines. Well, the Orangeburg County Sheriff's Office is asking for help finding a person of interest in a recent homicide case. Investigators say they're searching for this man, 42-year-old Huey Williams Jr. According to deputies, he might have information about the death of an 80-year-old man who was found dead at a home on Five Chop Road August 1st. Deputies say the man suffered blunt force trauma to his upper body. Anyone with information should call the Sheriff's Office. Authorities are asking for your help identifying a man they believe was involved in a knife attack on Folly Beach Wednesday afternoon. Officials with the Folly Beach Public Safety Department say the incident happened at Loggerheads Beach Grill. If you think you see this person, you should not approach him and you should contact officers immediately. 
Detectives say they're actively working on the case and are following up on leads. If you have any information, you're asked to call law enforcement or Crime Stoppers. We're learning more information about a man accused of shooting another man outside a downtown Charleston restaurant Wednesday. James Jones is facing two counts of attempted murder in connection to a shooting outside Crew Cafe on Pinckney Street. Officers were called there around 4 p.m. Wednesday afternoon for two people arguing. According to police, one person was shot outside the cafe as officers were on the way there. The victim then ran to another restaurant on Haney Street where someone called authorities. Police say that victim and Jones were co-workers at Crew Cafe. Jones was denied bond. The Dorchester County Coroner's Office has identified a 20-year-old man killed in a single car crash that shut down Highway 61 for hours. Malik Mixon of Somerville died at the scene after his vehicle ran off the road and hit a tree. It happened around 2.30 yesterday morning near Middleton Place. The crash left Highway 61 closed for several hours while investigators worked and cleared that crash. New concerns are mounting over the pond subdivision near Somerville in Dorchester County, and potential amendments to the community's plan have been delayed. As Ray Arena reports, neighbors say they're frustrated that they're not getting what they were promised when they bought their homes. Yesterday, the Dorchester County Planning Commission voted unanimously to defer 16 proposed amendments to the pond subdivision near Somerville. This comes after some neighbors say the developer didn't adhere to the original plan. Dozens of ponds homeowners attended last night's meeting in Somerville. The developer, Coulter Holmes, is asking the county to approve changes to the plans for the pond subdivision. One of the 16 amended changes includes the wording to the village center, a planned retail and community center. Instead of saying includes, the amended document now says contemplates the potential future development of a village center. Commissioners say they received the amendments a day and a half before the meeting and need more time to review the amendments. Some homeowners say they feel misled by culture homes. The ponds was touted as a wildlife preserve. Unfortunately, most of those areas have been destroyed and there are plans to continue to destroy those. This was intended to be a showpiece for Dorchester County. There was nothing like this in Dorchester County. The Dorchester County Planning Commission will now have 30 days to either approve or deny these proposed amendments. Reporting in Dorchester County, Ray Arena, Live 5 News. We've reached out to Coulter Homes for comment on the commission's decision. We've not heard back. One South Carolina agency says it's improving the quality of child care and early education by supporting kids across the state from the time they're born until they're five. The mission of South Carolina First Steps is to curb the challenges that children and parents face when students transition to kindergarten. First Steps offers at-home tutoring up to K-4 free of charge for qualifying South Carolina families. Officials say the programs directly serve around 30,000 children and families. Up to 60,000 are helped indirectly through partnerships funded by the organization. First Step says this year is the biggest year on record in terms of children served. It's made possible by federal funding and a partnership with the South Carolina Department of Education. Organizers say the best way to get involved with First Steps is as easy as visiting their new website. As many students are gearing up to head back to the classroom next week, the Charleston County School District wants to help answer any questions parents may have before dropping their kids off. The CCSD Back to School Hotline is set to open on Monday. Parents, guardians, and students are welcome to call the hotline with all their back to school questions. That number is right there on your screen, and the hotline will be open daily from 8 a.m. 
to 4.30 p.m. through Friday, August uh, 19th. And as Katie mentioned, the first day of school is just a few days away for kids in the low country, right around the corner. And this is the last weekend. Oh, I know I got to get them to <laughs> those school supplies. I need to finish. Absolutely. Well, according to the National Retail Federation, the average family will be spending $864 this year to send their child back to school, which is about 2% higher than last year. A spokesperson with Northwoods Mall predicts Thousands of shoppers will be offline and heading to physical stores in search of deals. One tip she has for her shoppers this weekend, do your research and find available deals. She also is suggesting shopping early. There's been a lot of issues with inventory over the last several months, and so we would encourage people to make sure they get what they want to shop early. Now, for those of you who have not finished back-to-school shopping just yet, Keating says it's not too late. She says they have seen a lot of retailers continuing to offer deals throughout the back-to-school season. There are some organizations out there who do want to help out with last-minute school supplies at no cost to you. There will be a back-to-school supply giveaway tomorrow in North Charleston. That's going to be from 3 till 5 in the afternoon at Rivers Avenue, that Joy Law Firm there. Supply kits will be distributed on a first-come, first-served basis. There's also going to be a DJ and some refreshments. That event is free and open to the public. Remember, you can find a full list of school clothes and supply drives and giveaways on our website at life5news.com. Just look for this article. Well, tomorrow night, people of all ages will be dancing the night away as Charleston County Parks hosts its annual Inclusive Prom. This event gives an opportunity for people with disabilities to come together and have a great time. Our Lauren Quinlan, she joins us live now with more on this wonderful event. Good morning, Lauren. Good morning. This event started eight years ago as one of Charleston County Park's efforts to provide accessibility and inclusion for all, and they tell me this is one of their favorite events. From 6 to 8 tomorrow night at the R.L. Jones Center in Mount Pleasant, people with disabilities and their families are invited to get dressed up and enjoy the night. Melissa Bernhardt with Charleston County Parks says some may not have had the opportunity to attend prom or any school dance, but this program gives them another chance. This year's theme is a fairy tale. There will be live music hosted by Low Country Entertainment and a special guest to crown prom king and queen. The two lucky names will be drawn from a hat. You'll see anywhere, anything from formal wear to princesses and princes. Um, and so it's just a great opportunity for everyone to come out and just have fun for the night. Bernard says they had 43 ladies show up this past Sunday for their Say Yes to the Dress event. They were able to pick out formal wear and all their accessories. Now, they didn't forget about the guys. Charleston Flower Market is donating corsages to wear for the night. Tickets are just $4 in advance if you call that number below on your screen. But if not, don't worry. Tickets will be sold at the door for $5. For more information, click on this story on Live5News.com. Reporting live in Mount Pleasant, Lauren Quinlan, Live5 News. And celebrating a birthday today, actor George Hamilton turns 83. Actress Jennifer Warren is 81. Actor Bruce Greenwood of the Star Trek reboot is 66. And actor Casey Affleck is 47. Thanks for starting your day with us. All of us at Live 5 News hope you have a great weekend. For Morning Y'all, I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you Monday. Thanks for listening to Morning Y'all. Produced every weekday morning and sponsored by MUSC Health. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or listen anytime at live5news.com slash podcasts.
and download the free Live 5 News app for your mobile device for the latest local news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.